Welcome to Pot Not Soda. And now it's time for Brett, Brian, and oh damn, enjoy the show. <laughs> So the officer says he was common coherent, but what kind of got him in trouble is that when they asked for his name, he did not give his real name and said he didn't have ID on him. Why wouldn't what? he just give his name? <laughs> so he, they find out that he actually said that he was his brother because he said his brother's name and then um, something happened which led for them to legally search him. Uh, and when they, when they searched his person, they found his brother's ID on him and they found the stolen credit card. Well, why did they, how did they know it was his brother? Because, um, well, they were able to identify him after they were like, well, this isn't you. Why do you have this ID? Oh, well, that's my brother. And they were like, well, why'd you give us your brother's name? And they said, well, because my brother doesn't have a history with, the police. This might sound like the dumbest question record. too, but when they say on your person, what is that? Uh, that's, that means uh, it was on, like you had it in your immediate possession on your body. So like not in your car trunk or yeah. something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like up your butt. I've always wondered that too. <laughs> yeah. On your person. When, when you shove things up your butt, Brett. Because I've always like, why aren't they saying like in possession of, but that makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. There is a difference. Um, what we're talking about. Hello everyone. Welcome to Pop Not Soda. Dan had a lucky week. Season <laughs> season three, episode four. Yep. Episode four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was on jury duty. Yeah, how'd it go? And my tr- my my trial concluded today. You are like one of the only people that's under thirty that I've known that's gotten picked for a jury. Congratulations. I, yeah, I guess. Shit, cool. um, dude, I got pinged like as soon as I turned eighteen. Did you really? Were you oh, on yeah. a trial though? No. That's yeah. That's what what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. Like go oh, full like force actually, to like yeah uh, a trial. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they don't like our kind. <laughs> I'm talking about our age. Oh, I think you meant assholes. Uh-huh. Um, so, that too. Yeah, no, no. It was... It was I meant white people. <laughs> well, you're half Asian. I'm half Mexican. Yeah. There's some minorities in the room. Why are you looking at me? You know why. Damn it. Uh, you know why. And so the, the trial I was on was kind of interesting. It's my first time ever ever actually having to report for jury duty. And then, you know, I'm one for one. Got put on a case. I was jury number six. And... It was it was interesting. It was a very quick case. There, like I'm pretty sure that it took longer for them to explain how everything worked and how to follow the law and gave and the jury instructions was longer than the actual trial. What was the the maximum penalty this guy was going to get we if he know. was found guilty? They don't you tell don't us that because oh, they in don't. a criminal court, that's what the judge decides. So we don't actually don't know the penalty. Oh, the penalty. The okay. only time uh, in criminal court, which the jury would then decide, would be the death penalty. Okay. So you don't actually. And that's the same part. jury too, so you sometimes it could be, right? so, so sometimes if there's a verdict jury and then there's a sentencing trial, and then that trial will have a separate jury, or it could be the same. Ladies it and depends. gentlemen, welcome to Pop Not Soda. Next week we break down the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we've no, all let's, seen. Let's do Robert Blade. I'd rather do SBU. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no. So we ended up finding uh, there was two counts. Uh, count one was uh, reception of stolen property, and count two was the intent to defraud. And um, neither counts had anything to do with the brother's ID. It was all about the fact that he had this credit card that did not belong to him, but belonged to an elderly woman. And we found not guilty on both counts. Sounds mm. a little, little flimsy. Let the black man walk. 
he was an African American male. Yes, he's about thirty five. They said he, you know, was living a transient life, you know, lifestyle. He was homeless. So haters, which made sense because you know if you've ever been by the crime or they arrested him over in the North Park Rec Center, which is like a frequent place. Yeah, for homeless people to hang out. I got a question for you, Dan. Being a part of that trial and that jury, was there anybody part of that jury that looked like they were capable of more guilty shit than that guy? Okay, so not <laughs> not on trial, but before they when, got rid of some people. You know, you you start with like a f- jury pool of like forty eight people. One, I would say at least a quarter had been convicted of a DUI, <laughs> which was super surprising to me because I didn't think like <laughs> they've been on the other side already. Like, yeah, um, and then some people had been arrested for other things or had you know. But, no, there was this one kid. He had to be, like, 24, 25, and he was wearing a Manchester United jacket. He was the original juror number three. But you could tell after lunch he was just going to try and make him look as bad, like, make himself look as bad as possible. Yeah. He he went on this story about how he didn't like cops because his one of his best friends, who is their fantasy football commissioner, decided to try and be a cop, and then – they asked him if he hangs around any criminals and he's like, well, no criminals, but people in my fantasy football league smoke weed. And they apparently told him never to hang out with those people again. So he stopped talking to them and he ended his story with, and that's how we lost our fantasy football commissioner. And that's why I don't like cops. <laughs> well, Hey, relevant sounds story. like a good way to, yeah. yeah. yeah get and he's out like, of a, and he's get like out not, of not that I ever smoked weed or smoked weed in front of him, but he just couldn't talk to me anymore. So are you high right now? I think he was, <laughs> I think a little bit, I think he, that's why he came back. A little paranoid about fantasy football. It was just, we had no idea when he started talking where that story was going to go. Yeah. That was more interesting than the trial. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I just can't believe you went to jury duty. I mean, civic duty, bro. And now I don't have to do, I don't have to get called for at least three years. Eh, we'll see if yeah, that happens. Exactly. Then. No, I can't. Put it, put it You legally it. can't serve on a jury for three years. I don't know. Seems like the Tri-Wizard Cup. You throw your name in once and <laughs> you're kind of getting picked I'm, every, no, every sure couple years now. That only happened every four years, so you couldn't. Oh, shit. Yeah, maybe read a book. Don't but why know. is it Tri-Wizard then? Because there's three different wizards that compete. Um, I need to go back to those books. Yeah. Check your facts. Yeah. Uh, we've got a great show for you tonight. We are going to be talking um, about... PewDiePie? What, what are, some what, things. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah, PewDiePie. We some things on, on the docket. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Louise, Dan, we refreshed it before we went. I'm falling out. We got PewDiePie. We're going to jump into Louise. PewDiePie. We got Steph, uh, Linda McMahon. Linda McMahon. Yes, taking Confirmed. office. Confirmed. We have our famous thing that we just created last week, and we're going to break down our first bracket. Yes, we're we're going to start a limit, or we're going to start breaking down some bracketology of the best TV characters of all time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. As we get into March Madness, we felt it appropriate to create our own bracket and add a little uh, pop flair to it. Yeah, yeah, so print it out. If you follow along, have not seen it, go to our Facebook page right now, check our Twitter, uh, and you can print it out. You know, think, you know, start marking up, do your bracket, who you think is going to be the best TV character of all time. Yeah, so fill that out now if you haven't so that you can follow along later in the show you don't cheat and um if you fill it out you know feel free to tweet yours to us comment on our facebook post it um and maybe you know the person who gets the most similar bracket will receive a prize yeah we'll do something for a royal stumble maybe royal stumble something like that that'd be cool oh yeah first rounds on us uh at the royal stumble yeah first rounds on brian um so (laughs) it should really be on brett yeah it should be on brett dozens of beers that he owes every listener because uh speaking of winners Yes. 
you know we'll talk yeah brett yes did you win anything there was a game show that aired yeah and uh did win some money Guys, I've been keeping that secret for you guys. From it secret from wasn't you guys a well kept secret. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I figured. When, when Brian and I asked you last year, "Oh, did you win?" and you're like, "Ah, I can't talk about it." We're like, "Oh, so we won." I had a lot of people not thinking I completely blew it too. So, but I, yeah. Oh, just no faith. Yeah, no faith. <laughs> I mean, going. I know the. I know your string luck, bro. You stupid motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna definitely blow it. Yep. So, so uh, what game show were you on? Celebrity name game. So my buddy Phil and I, we went. Uh, last year and auditioned for it on a whim completely on a whim too uh went and did that and then they taped in may and then emailed us back in november and told us that the episode was finally going to air february 15th so we had a little viewing party and uh watched it and uh yeah at the end won 20 grand split so it with phil for our listeners who have never seen celebrity name game what are what are you competing like what are you doing so it's basically like if you've ever played that app heads up charades um, pretty heads much, up, yeah, yeah heads up. pretty much like that. You're just playing it w- with uh, celebrities. Um, first couple of rounds, you're basically doing that. Uh, then it goes to like a family feud round, third round. Um, once you get to a certain amount of money, um, that team that gets that money first amount of money goes into the final round, and you can win up to twenty grand if you get uh, 10, 10, 10 things right in a matter of a minute of fifteen. But you have to get the celebrities to guess them. And uh, yeah, we made it to the final round and. Uh, Lasagna. I love lasagna. Fucking lasagna. I love lasagna now. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's in reference to the last question in which uh they had they needed the celebrities to just what Garfield ate. Yeah. Right. Uh, Willie Garson. Tuna. <laughs> and I'll tell you too, like that Kick was rocks, bro. probably one of the best experiences of my life so far is just getting lasagna. on that show. So it would be lasagna. uh creating Pop Not Soda. Yes. Uh jumping on to celebrity game uh, name game. Yes. Uh and then being engaged right is that the order um depending on who listens to this we'll, we'll <laughs> no. <laughs> no but yeah it was one of the best times i'll tell you the craziest thing was i woke up that saturday morning on the audition and going you know huh, i'm just not feeling it and then just kind of going what the hell am i doing why why don't i do this and then trust your gut sometimes because it really really pays off and this was one of those things you it felt like my favorite ride is that universal studios tour where you go on the, the back tram. lot. Yeah, the tram, and you get to see the back scene and all that stuff. This felt like being able to get off that thing and just kind of walk onto set. It's weird see, going on like a soundstage. It is like right? a, it is a, mm-hmm. a very, very mechanized process. I mean, there you are a cog in that kink if you don't follow along with how they're hurting you. And, I mean, we were there, showed up at 1045, got out at 545 or so. That's a long yeah, day. Yeah, it was a long day. And, For a 24-minute um, show. Yeah, I mean, literally. And then as soon as they don't need you... <laughs> All right, um, shovel off. Like we need. How was craft services? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have some finger sandwiches. I had I had some finger sandwiches. Um, they had Red Bulls. They had the mo- <laughs> the most Red Bulls I've ever seen in my life, and people were getting full yeah, on. Of course, because they that. want people oh, cracked yeah. out to exactly. the over excitement. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you could totally tell, like yeah, that. If crack was legal, they'd probably be cracked on yeah. the craft services table. Oh, totally, totally. And I mean, it was cool though. But you don't meet the celebrities before. You don't mm. meet Craig before or anything like that. The episode literally goes and airs. You're on set, and then they're like, "All right, cool. Meet Craig for the first time." So, did you see any other celebrities like around that weren't on your show? So that was the thing. Is AJ McLean, AJ McLean, Backstreet Boys. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Him and Lance Bass were the first four episodes oh, of that day, and you really missed out. We didn't get to see him though. But I mean, you don't see the celebrities like yeah. I said before you wow, tape. They did so four episodes. Yeah, so they bang out eight episodes a day on that taping. It's crazy. Wow, that process is. I mean, it is. What do you think about it? you probably do four episodes in less than three hours. Yeah, I mean, he he bangs them out, and they. I think they change his suit like once or twice. Take break for lunch. Yeah, right. break for lunch. Do all that stuff or whatever. But it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you if if you ever want to get on a game show, go ahead and try out for it because it is a fun time. Yeah, very very fun time and somewhat lucrative if you if you do it right. <laughs> yes. So first round of um, coach and strippers on Brett at the <laughs> Royal Stumble. Okay. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're contractually obligated to be there. That's true. Yeah, but now I'll. You'll enjoy Double being there. there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you don't know, the Royal Stumble is happening March 11th at 1 p.m. on 30th Street. If you have not seen the Facebook event, go over to our Facebook page and check it out now. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a time, too. We had a good crowd last Great time. Great time. Yeah. Last yeah. year. I mean, we had a... And people were... We were picking up people as we were mm-hmm. going on, yep. too. I, I already mean, know that, what I'm going to be. train grew up. I already, yeah. already, already called dibs on who I'm dressing up yeah, as. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I know because yep. he's. I wanted to go with Stephanie too, yeah. McMahon. Yeah, you better light it up too. <laughs> oh, I will. Okay, yeah. Be wearing the heels and everything. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep, yep. So we'll save that surprise for later, though. Yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. You don't get to find out until you yep. come to the Royal Stumble. On that note, though, somebody got elected into a cabinet position this week. Um, yeah, that Speaking has some wrestling. wrestling affiliation. Linda McMahon got confirmed Linda by the Senate. Linda McMahon is now the COO of Small WWE, business? right? Oh, no, no, no. You're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell if this was kayfabe or not. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Linda McMahon was appointed and confirmed for the Secretary of Small Businesses and Practices. Yeah. Which sounds like just a made-up position. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> I just... I didn't know that existed. Is the American government really pulling for small business? I didn't really know that was different than like business? labor. I mean, yeah, right? I guess they have to be. Maybe they watch out for like monopolies and stuff. In small businesses? I don't know. I have a feeling monopolies are existing in small businesses too. No, no, no. But I mean, maybe they're an advocate so that, you know, there are oh, monopolies okay. so Trying that small to prevent. businesses don't like go under. Okay. I mean, we really don't know. I have what, no idea. I don't even do. think Linda knows what the hell she's going to do no, in this I don't, position. Well, we don't, we all, office in the White we House. We all know yeah, that um, Mr. 45 does not know what that position does. <laughs> yes, so that is true. Linda probably knows better than him. Yep, that is true. Uh, but there is a great photo, if you have not seen it, that's circling the internet. Of her with um, the president and her family and Vince and and their kids Stephanie and Shane and and their grandkids and um, their real son Triple H and uh, somebody had pointed out the fact that Stone Cold Steve Austin had stunned forty six percent of that photo, including the president. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's run this down. Uh, Vince McMahon. Hold on. Let's let's just stop for a second. And think and think about that, that the president of the United States of America has been stone cold stunned by Steve Austin. Well, and mind you, and too, he didn't sell it well. Well, he sold it better than Vince McMahon, though. So, I, yeah, it, I think anybody can uh, sell any, yeah. something better than Vince McMahon. Yeah, but yeah, the president, Shane McMahon was in the picture. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, so, Stephanie, Stephanie, Triple H, Triple obviously. H, Vince, Vince, and Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Linda got stunned? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I oh, didn't yeah. know that. Dude, he was dirty with the stuns. Though. Oh, like, was, I didn't know. Man, you know what? I didn't if, give if, a, if, no if discrimination. Want, if you want to talk about a representative that cared about equality. 
<laughs> Stone Cold Steve right. Austin. Yeah. Um, so that got you know us thinking, what other cabinet positions would we want people from the WWE to hold? Sure. Yeah. I got I got one right now. Who you Se- got? Secretary of Treasury. It's going to be Erwin Arshister. <laughs> the guy with the briefcase. The IRS. 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 Yeah. IRS. Why not? I Why mean, not? It's almost like his character was made for it. Do you know it? Um, so I'm actually picking someone that is not a secretary, but in the you know president's town, which is going to be the press secretary. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you think? Uh, I'm going with Kurt Angel. As the press secretary? Yes, because after every time he would tell say something, he would just follow it up with, it's true. It's damn true. Mm. And then just walked off. I yeah. was kind of leaning Ric Flair on that. Mm, no. Woo! That Could to me imagine, just like, sounds like all the current uh, press secretary. Oh, a little Sean Spicy. You're right. <laughs> a little spicy. A little spicy action. <laughs> By the way, if you have not if, so if you have not seen Melissa McCarthy on SNL as Sean Spicer, uh, go check that out. It's yeah. freaking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, one Kurt Angle, you know, very good with promos. Mm-hmm. Uh, bleeds red, white, and blue, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a medical condition, but he does. Sure, he can wear his gold medals when he's you know doing press conferences. And if anyone questioned him, he would just tell him it's true. It's damn true. Yeah. Okay. Very okay. very good. Yeah. Um, gosh, who's ECW? Paul Heyman? Uh, no, the the, the boys, Rob the Van Dam, Rob Van Dam, Department of Agriculture. <laughs> yes, Rob Van Dam, absolutely. <laughs> Prop sixty four, make it worldwide, countrywide. Well, if uh, you know, I was gonna have confidence in my Secretary of Defense. I I, I like an aggressive mindset. So I'd love to see the ultimate warrior <laughs> bring him back from the dead in that seat. I feel like the ultimate warrior and Donald Trump could, you know, really function well together. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I got a question for you guys. Homeland security. Would it be Sergeant slaughter or would it be hacksaw Jim Duggan on your preference? Do I have to pitch out of those yeah, two? Right? Well, I mean, that's who I'm giving you as options. Uh, I'm and Sergeant going, Slaughter. Sergeant no, Slaughter? No, yes. I'm the going... Ag, the, the hawk or the dove? I'm going Hatsaw. <laughs> because Sergeant Slaughter is a traitor. Remember when he joined up with... Uh, he did go Japan. Or Iraq. No, he, no, went, he Iraq. went Iraq. Yeah, I yeah. do remember that. Did he? What? Yeah, dude. They had to like cancel that uh, that storyline because it was like being too real. Right. I might have blo- must have blocked that out of yeah. my yeah. memory. Um. So... I would, you know, I was thinking Secretary of Defense, um, and I would want someone that you know knows how to defend something, not go on the attack. Okay, like a title, Dan. So I think I would go with CM Punk, <laughs> oh, because he had the longest title defense, longest title reign. That's fitting in modern history. Mm-hmm. That is fitting. Yeah. Does he do a, a mic drop every and he time? Knows, and he knows how to you know drop pipe bombs. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Commerce, I got one. Uh, Godfather. <laughs> I see. I would go million. Knows dollar how to man. run a business. I, I think I'd million go million dollar, dollar man. man. Okay, okay, maybe yeah. million dollar man. And then you pair him up with Erwin Arshister. I mean, you got his advisor. <laughs> yeah, and you have the million dollar man. I, I mean, mean, you got to get TB in the. That's White a House. sustainable economy right there. Yeah, Ted DiBiase is too pretty not to be in the White House. 
<laughs> I think uh, Secretary of State, I would definitely go... John Cena. Yeah. Because everyone loves John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see... I want to see jorts <laughs> and a suit, jacket, and tie. See... <laughs> See that's ironic because I was what actually going to suit jacket made of droids. No, not the too Canadian much? tuxedo. Okay. Yeah. So you Canadian guys are going with, with him on that. I was actually thinking of going with him for the uh, urban development secretary of urban development, old John Cena. Mm, give him, old the, John give him Cena. the George the crime rapping, yep. or not, or not rapping time, uh, and everything like that. What about Booker T? Housing and urban development secretary John Cena. <laughs> See, I think Booker T would bring uh, a oh, different Harlem perspective. Heat. Right? Harlem Heat. I, I would go um, Daniel Bryan, the secretary of uh, the the EPA, environment. Yeah, environmental. He's vegan. He plants his own food. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> or even energy too. Just yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just go walk it in. Just yeah, right. <laughs> Who needs who needs windmills when you have that pepperish attitude? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let, last ones. What are we done? Um, shoot. What do we got? We got transportation. Oh, um, education. Transportation. Yep. I'm definitely going Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yeah, low riders for everybody. Yep. yep. Okay. You can actually make Eddie Guerrero any one of the secretaries because if he just goes by lie, cheat, and steal, he would fit right in. Absolutely, fit right into DC. <laughs> and then what do we need oh we need education and, and veterans affairs <laughs> uh and interior which i don't even know what the hell that does okay the, i'm gonna say the rock for interior okay and education i'm gonna say paul Heyman. okay okay i like that yeah i like that yeah that worked for you yeah and then uh veterans affairs though veterans affairs who are we doing veterans oh, affairs? john cena would be good for that too Big boss man. Oh, he's dead though. Or Homeland Security. <laughs> he would have been good for Homeland Security. Yeah. Big boss or Sergeant Vince. Slaughter. Maybe, you know, an yeah. actual veteran. That's <laughs> is he an actual veteran? <laughs> I don't know if you can call Sergeant Slaughter an actual He did his veteran. tour. He did his tour. <laughs> In one way or another. In the WWE circuit. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. I, How about Jake the Snake for uh, anything? <laughs> 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 We completely forgot about this Department of Justice, Secretary of Justice. Oh, uh, the Undertaker, bro. Ooh, because he he ran wrestlers' court mm. in the locker room. Did he really? Oh yeah. If you fucked up, uh, the Undertaker was judge, jury, and education okay. executioner. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna that's, go. With, that's pretty fitting. I was leaning with Bret Hart. Just seems no. You know what I would say? Secretary of Labor, Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Because he just poured it out. Yeah, he poured in work. Carry a lot of matches. Yeah, he put in work and yeah. How about gold dust? Licked can, on the chin. <laughs> where can we squeeze gold dust in? Um, Department uh, of... Weird shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even, the Internet of Things. The, commi- the Commissioner of Department Internet of Department of Gerontology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, tweet us, you know, comment on this episode what wrestlers you think would best fill out the cabinet positions um, and we will let you know which ones we like best. Yeah. Um, so I think, do we want to have a break or do we want to, you know, go in on a, one last topic? I think we're good on a break right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's, we'll hit a break. We'll hit a break. We'll come back. We got a plug from our sponsors, Rate Rhino, who's actually going to have a baby soon. Not the Rhino. The, <laughs> the website? <laughs> wait, wait, is this, so wait, is it going to be like um, Ace Ventura? What's having Ace Ventura too? Yep. Yeah. When nature calls. Same kind of Please thing. Please tell me. 
that's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, like. yeah. So we'll hear a message from our sponsors, Rate Rhino, and we will come back. We got our brackets. Brackets, and uh, we'll talk about all this PewDiePie stuff. Oh, yeah. Crap, man. That's right. All right. We'll see you on the flip side. When you need a ride or you're taking a trip, there's only one side I would trust for it. So don't waste time or waste your chips. There's only one side I trust. RateRhino.com. Jerry number six dropping the beats. Jer number six getting a shout out on the podcast. What's up? Um, so uh, something pretty interesting happened this week with, uh, I would say, YouTube's biggest uh, star, definitely the most lucrative uh, individual on YouTube. Uh, and that's the uh, Grumpy Cat. PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Is that, is that how he says it? PewDiePie. Yeah, I can't however, however the fuck that lunatic says it. <laughs> he was a game streamer, right? That's and now he he's a right? YouTube personality? Yeah, he started out... Um, the majority of his videos that he posted were him just playing video games. And he, you know, he still does that to a large extent. But um, he, some way, shape, and form, just exploded uh, in terms of popularity... I think he's got like 54 million followers uh, currently. Is that a lot? Is that the most? Uh, oh, on YouTube, yeah, okay. absolutely. Not not even close. Um, he, you know, made something like four or five million dollars uh, last year in 2016. Um, so definitely doing well for himself. Um, but uh, the reason that he's been in the news lately is because uh, he's been accused and. He's being accused by uh, a very reputable um, establishment, the Wall Street Journal, of uh, not only posting but having a continuous theme of anti-Semitic and like Nazi propaganda um, on a lot of his videos and um, some of the things that he's been posting, like nine or ten different accounts. I think that they uh, they ended up finding, and as a result. Uh, his two uh, biggest sponsors, Disney and then YouTube, uh, have, I don't know if they've necessarily cut ties with him, but uh, he's... Well, Disney dropped him, which, you know, trying to judge against what... Wait, Disney has some Jewish Walt, affiliations? Walt Disney, <laughs> I think. I feel like Walt would have liked him. Okay, yeah, hold on. absolutely. Walt yeah, would have been like, I like this, this kid. He probably would have gotten a raise. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Give him a raise. If good old Walt was still around. Give him his uh, own statue in Disneyland. Right. He'd be the... Uh, the CEO, right? Is it Eisner still? Oh. Is the CEO? No. It can't be. Um, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it Eisner? Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael he, Eisner. Like, he retired and then he... Came back. Came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just can't... He can't let it go. Disney's not doing too well. I need to come back. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and then like... So, yeah, you said YouTube, which it's funny to think that YouTube can sponsor a YouTuber. Yeah, it's interesting because he recently, I think either today or yesterday... Uh, posted a response to this this story on Vimeo. No, on YouTube. Uh, ironically, on YouTube. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think when they he has a show for YouTube Red. Yes, right? he does. And I think they canceled the second season. Right, they, they re- did. They removed him from the preferred and highly suggested like Ad, YouTube personalities. Right, right which Ad I guess algorithm. is monetization. Yeah, like that, you get money that for your severely impacts how much money he's going to make. And so, things like so that, yeah, but. He, he posted a, an apology on YouTube. Yeah, and I, um, you know, I, what did he say? To be honest, I did not read the Wall Street Journal article. 
Uh, this was more of just a, uh, you know, like a flash of headlines. But I did watch the response that uh, he put out. And I mean, I honestly believe him, you know, I think that he's definitely genuine uh, in his response. Like he understands that he crossed the line in terms of what he was trying to poke fun at. Um, but I mean, what gets me is that this this kid gained popularity by being himself, by being able to go out and do whatever he wanted, to have his creative liberty, because obviously whatever he was doing uh, was popular. I mean, 50 million followers, that, I mean, that's just crazy, right? That's like insane to think about. Um, so like i i just i just don't i i can't see it being justified that his sponsors are cutting ties with him for doing what they signed him to do 100% they they pulled the garage act out and wanted it to still maintain its garage appeal and that's what it's done and now they're trying to completely sever ties Right. With him. Yeah, it it's insane to me. Like I think like if you watch so yeah, I'd say read the article, see the accusations of what he's done, and then look at his public like look at his apology that he's posted. I don't like the guy. I I think he's obnoxious, he's annoying. Um but at the end of the day when you hear about what he's explaining, um I think one of the big things is he's talking about comedy and he's venturing into a new realm that he's never been in before. And when it comes to that, you experiment with jokes that potentially offend a lot of people. And that's not necessarily you, but that's you trying to brand a, you know, a comedy act around it or whatever. And uh, explaining that and kind of shedding the light on that, I was like, okay, cool. He's an amateur comedian, jacked up a couple times, you know, tripped over his feet. And you can't really call somebody a Nazi for i don't know stumbling on their feet with some well the the wall street journal didn't call him a nazi he just said that there were nazi-esque messages and anti-semitic messages and uh i think it was about 10 videos because yeah. I, I actually read the article yesterday from the wall street journal Juror number six how do you feel about this yeah so let's go over the intent um no but with the video how do you feel the, about the evidence the main video in question is this video in which he was talking about a website in which you can pay people and poor people in India to do whatever you want for $5 for $5. So he paid, we won't say the name he paid unless two, you guys want to be sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four or five pay us first $5. Pay us $5. Um, but he paid two two poor Indian people to hold up a sign that said death to all Jews. Now, was that his idea or did somebody pay him to pay them? No, he, it was, his, he, he did. It was his, okay. His, so his that was idea, an original right. idea from yeah. him. Yeah. Yes. Okay. As well as swastikas, I believe he had. That was a different to, right? video. Oh, that was a different video. In which he paid other people to draw swastikas. Okay. Because he was exploring the pay for service industry. And to see like how he could break it. He, not or how he like could break more it, just of just, to see a, just what they would do. What they would do. Would okay. Do for okay. a very low amount of money. Okay. Was, yeah. Like not necessarily like pushing the envelope with like the intention of pushing the envelope to see when someone would come back. He was just going to see what, what people would do for money. He thought it would be, oh, you know, that's that's funny. I got them to write death to all Jews for $5, and they did it. Ha-ha. Yeah. yeah. And but, so, so, so because I went, like, watching some of those videos that they posted clips throughout the article, it, it, it reminds me of watching the Big Bang Theory with 
with no laugh track is when you have the context of analyzing the joke, not just listening to a comedian, you know, do a stand up or, or a sketch that has commentary. Um, it's hard to get past the fact that the whole video, the main video revolves around, um, a multimillionaire paying poor people in a different country to write anti-Semitic message and post it online. Yeah. You can't, can't deny that. And so that's what I'm saying is, so the really thing is it did Disney and YouTube know what he was doing with those videos as he was under contract or did they sign him and they just weren't paying enough attention to him? Now you brought up an interesting thing too, intent. Dan, do you think he intended to offend people or was this more of a pushing the envelope or experimenting? I mean, it, it would be one thing if this was like a ha- like one or two, maybe three videos, but like 10 videos with the similar messages. He's been around for like years though. Yeah, but yeah, keep yeah. in mind, 10 videos is like, you know, Half a percentage of his entire, yeah. which, which maybe I, not I, even. I like I've, I've sent text less. messages. Like if they pooled across my text messages, I guarantee you five percent up to ten percent people would be like, "This guy is a crazy person. Lock him away." Yeah. So it. I'm just saying, it, like, like the amount to what but, he's produced. But you're not a public figure, and so like you're that's you're, true. You're, that is you're very true. You're responsible for the content you put out, and this is a hard learning lesson to him that when you do content that could be borderline, you there are consequences, which is what he said in his apology video. But then he he spent most of the time apologizing, ripping the media instead of oh he's pulling a Nick responsibility. Cannon. He's a Nick Cannon like, right now with the America's Got Talent. Same kind of thing. It's they cry they tried to crack on him for being somebody outside of that production or whatever, and now you see this war going on between the artist and the studio that paid the artist. Well, yeah, he's not even mad at. <laughs> he thinks that the Wall Street Journal just had it out for him, and they cor- and he said that they cornered. Uh, Disney and YouTube until they dropped the him. Wall Street Journal corner Disney. That's what he said in his apology video. <laughs> well, he, okay, he, well, I think he's the, off his rocker on that. I don't think anybody can yeah, corner yeah, Disney. Yeah, Disney here's owns the yeah. world. Okay. <laughs> I mean, here's the bottom line: whether you like him, whether you don't, whether you believe any side of the coin, th- this guy's not on primetime TV. This guy's not on censored radio. He's on the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. He's on YouTube. So that in itself, I mean, should just trigger like freedom of speech, you know, just resounding as loud as it could. I mean, obviously what he did wasn't funny and, you know, it went over the line and he admitted it. But in that same breath, like, I don't give a shit. He can do whatever he wants because it's the Internet. How, like, if, if you're Disney, if you're YouTube, you, you just have to understand that it's a different value set. Like well, a- I think with that, no one's stopping him from saying what he wants to say or doing the videos that he wants to do. YouTube didn't shut down his account. YouTube, YouTube didn't remove his videos. They're still up. He still has the freedom of speech. He's just no longer being paid for them. And that's the difference when you work for a company is if you're putting out a message in which they no longer agree with or no longer find profitable to them or do not think it's good for their image, they can drop you. Yeah, but I guess... We've seen that it, like, happen over that... tweets, Facebook posts. I mean, hell, for the companies we work with, if we speak negatively about them on Facebook, we can be fired. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. What I'm saying is, if we make a joke like that and somebody sends it to our boss, we could be fired. So, no matter how much you have freedom of speech, no one's stopping you from saying it. However, you have to understand, when you make a joke, when you make a video, 
there will be consequences. And this is getting into like really, really like specific semantics and everything. But like, is a paid sponsor an employer? Because like, is he technically getting fired off of, or are they just pulling sponsorship? Yeah, they're just not they're just giving pulling him sponsorship. Money to yeah. do so there's no what he's always done of anything. No, he can still he, he, like, do whatever he wants. His behavior isn't. The turn. only thing was the YouTube series, Scare PewDiePie. They've pulled that. They pulled. And was he making money off season. of that? I'm yeah, assuming he, he was, was the making star money off of, of the that. Show. So that's an employer situation. Yeah, because I, I okay. think he was technically employed by YouTube, and I think he still is. Okay. However, he's just not going to be doing his show for at, in this current time. Yeah. Which they could always greenlight the sitting season six months from now, because they just want it to blow over. Yeah. Right. We don't know, but I mean, like. I mean, it, that's what it is. That's like the first thing you get taught in media law and ethics when you go to college about being working in the media. Well, is the fact that whatever you say is record and it can come back to haunt you. Like, but you when you're thinking about that. it, though, like, and that's uh, like, I think that that's a really good point to draw right now. This is the first case where you have like YouTube content. Yeah. It, like, it, it, we've definitely. always heard about radio, television, you know, things like that or whatever in person, but it's never been. YouTube content and who owns that? What's the like the percentage of you owning that or anything like that? Is that your original content? If it's sponsored, I mean, or hell, anything, ten, it, it, like, like ten years so many ago, the internet didn't this. make money. Like YouTube didn't make money ten years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. When, yeah. I mean, five years ago, people yeah. before were making money Google bought it. Could you like, imagine them firing bankrupt. somebody like ten years ago? G- YouTube just going like, well, you you said this inappropriate video and we're pulling it off. No, they probably if, couldn't even that's, find because that's then. why you wanted to watch YouTube. <laughs> yeah, there's so much appropriate stuff on YouTube, and there still is. And like I said, those videos are still up, so you know, go watch them for yourself. Yeah, it's crazy want. to me that like I can watch so many inappropriate videos on YouTube about just the worst shit or whatever, and then this is somehow where YouTube's yeah, drawing but they're the not line. Sponsored. That's the whole thing. I mean, they get enough views. They are sponsored. Uh, well, those the those ads are different than him re- literally getting a paycheck from YouTube for working for YouTube. Okay. And that's the difference. Okay. Because he's in all their promotional stuff, you know. Yeah, he that. is the face of YouTube. Like, I really want to know. You know who I, whose opinion I want to hear is Matt and Trey from South Park. Because, you know, they worked that whole season yep. with him. Because um, he doesn't get censored. He just loses money. So I wonder how they feel about that and if they feel that his punishment fit the crime. Because they have a pretty unique perspective. They have a unique perspective, but I think they also have a unique situation that's only one of a kind. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they could push the envelope and continue to be, say, the awful stuff and then yeah. continue I mean, to there's one every... character on that show that is maybe the the worst person on television. Yeah. That's Eric Cartman. Yes, it is. Mm. Bringing us it's, to... And you know where Eric Cartman is? In our bracket. He's on our bracket. Yeah, and oh. we're going to cover that. I thought he was in South Park, Colorado. Yeah, he's in the fictional South Park. Is that fictional? So are we gonna is there a real it's South a real, Park? It's a real city, yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've got it ready, you've printed it out. Bust it out. Get your goddamn Bust bracket out. out. Check your bracket out right now. We are about to go down Pop Not Soda's first left side of the bracket. Um, <laughs> first <laughs> left side. First. Yes, right, we're doing our first, first bracket bracketology for the, on the left side of the paper. The best TV character of all time. Uh, so basically how we came across this bracket is we listed out the best characters from the best shows dating about 30 or 40 years back. Sorry, we decided to not include some of the old timers just because it's our bracket. So screw you if you're yeah. upset. The way I feel like the rule happened was if our parents made us watch it, this was part of the list. If we 
didn't watch it beyond that. Yeah, yeah I think so we just said if there's we a ton of shows on here show, that I'm pretty yeah. sure my parents wouldn't wanted me to watch yeah, when I was growing up, but absolutely. I definitely did. That's true. Married with Children being one of them. Yep. Yep. Um, so yes, if uh, you've got your bracket handy, uh, if you don't, you can go over to uh, our Twitter or Facebook and check it out right now. But we are going to tackle the entire left side of the bracket, as Brett said. Boom. Yeah. First round. So in the first round, the first matchup is Walter White uh, versus nobody. Brian, you can you explain that? Yeah, we we decided not to include a competitor because um, I mean it really wouldn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, so Walter White's the only character that gets a bye in this entire yeah, bracket because Walter White cannot lose in the first, first round. He's, bye. he's the overall number one seed. Yeah, yes. I think we would be able to throw out this entire situation if Walter White lost in yeah. the first round. Yeah, uh, the next matchup we have is Michael Scott from The mm-hmm. Office, played by Steve Carell. Versus the Doctor from Doctor Who, who's been played by like 47 people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, who do we think is going to take this matchup, fellas? Uh, well, I'm going um, with my fellow statesman, uh, Michael Scott. Dender Mifflin. He brought that, he brought that company to the, the US. I'm going with the world's greatest boss. Yep. There we are. I mean, because for me, the Doctor is so many different characters all the time. That you really just can't hone in on like one great character. Is it 10? <clears throat> is it 11? Plus, like... I know it's the longest running television program in history, but it's British. It doesn't yeah, really do exactly. It, it just didn't, uh, you know, the office had to create a new version in order to be popular in the States. So yeah, off the British hey, one. Doctor Who <laughs> fucking figured that. out and do. They're, they're both British shows. If you yeah. saw that matchup. Yes. When yes. you look at the office too, the office like dipped into like very uninteresting Tory, uh, uninteresting territory with storylines a lot of the time. And Michael Scott was always still, like worth watching. I mean, it's one of the regardless one of, one of, what of the was first. It was like okay, cool. He's back on TV, and it's one of the first watching. great sitcoms without a laugh track. Yeah, very true. Yeah. So I mean, it's important when you're not telling people that would have been actually really funny if they had the like a laugh audience with the documentary crew of The Office the entire time. <laughs> Just hit a button. Just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in the next matchup, we have the Sunnydale Vampire Killer. Is it Sunnydale? It's Sunnydale, right? Yeah, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's Sunnydale. Buffy Summers versus, versus uh, the pride of Springfield, Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. Fellas? It's easy for her. It's easy for me on this one. Homer Simpson. Yeah. I mean, Homer all day long. So I got Buffy. Really? I got, well, it doesn't fucking matter. I got Buffy. <laughs> just real quick. Can you explain I, it real I, quick? I have Buffy because I think Buffy is one of the greatest female protagonists in TV history before or after christy swanson <laughs> sorry no no, no. but <laughs> she was one of the first female like action stars in a very successful show like mm-hmm. like buffy the vampire slayer was hugely popular number one for a while and it was all about a female ass kicker yeah and that was one of the first times you get you got to see that on television was that joss whedon too it was joss whedon okay yeah, yeah. Um, Can't write it, Before it, you went to the dark side, and yeah. that show was so good, it spawned its own. It had its own spinoff. Angel it was also successful. Yeah, with Jared, that's right. Uh, yeah. Angel. I remember Charisma Carpenter back in the day oh, too. Oh, good right, lord! Right. Yep. We're getting on a tangent, um, so, guys. So yeah. uh, I'm guessing Buffy's losing, right, to Homer? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, Buffy's taking a stake through the heart <sighs> in yeah. round one. Homer is pretty iconic. Eat my shorts. <laughs> All right. Next round, we've got Tyrion Lannister, played by Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones. And Barney Stinson, played by NPH. NPH and How cares. I Met Your Mother. I'm going uh, NPH, Barney Stinson. I'm also going with Barney Stinson. Can't wow. beat that playbook. Damn, I'm on the rare one. Because, I was going to say T- Tyrion. Yeah, I mean, you can't vote against a guy who, number one, created the bro code. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, first to like put the flag in the sand and really own it. Uh, plus, I've never liked a guy who performs so much sexual harassment uh, before. He's just, you know. He's off the chains. Yeah. Oh, it's, just Neil, it's just Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, playing like the ultimate likable scumbag. Yeah. Once he know? came out of the closet, they turned it so far up. Yeah. Because they're yeah. like, we can get away with so much more now mm-hmm. that everyone knows you're gay. Yeah. Yeah. Can I make one defense for Tyrion real quick? Sure, it doesn't matter, though. I know. It doesn't matter, but there's only one character I care about staying alive in that entire series. Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. killed. Game of Thrones has killed so many people, and it, Tyrion's it, wait, the one person it, it that has? I'm like... They kill people on the show? Well, I don't want to give you any spoilers. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, uh, I just that's the one character that I never want to lose in that Jamie series. Jamie Lannister? So, Tyrion. Oh. Yeah, By the yeah. way, do you think he's a secret... Uh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's a dragon. He's rider. the third head. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, there it is. So, well, you that, that might bring him back on if Game of Thrones was coming back in the time. All right, uh, we are now moving down to the bottom uh, part of the left bracket, and we have a first round matchup between Captain Kirk and what the previously mentioned Eric Cartman. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm respecting the authority. Oh, you went I'm with going, EC. I'm going Cartman. Ma! That's a terrible Cartman impression. I do not think that there has been a more iconic cartoon character in the last 20 years. What than about Eric Homer Cartman. Simpson? I thought we just said Homer Simpson. I actually think that Eric Cartman's more oh. popular than Homer Simpson. Homer, Homer Simpson so. All right, well, I've got Captain Kirk. Oh, damn. And I feel like that was the wrong pick now. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely was. <laughs> So, you suck again. I'm going to say, uh, street guys, I'm going home. All right. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next matchup we have, um, what was supposed to be a supporting character, but then took over the entire show. And that is, uh, Steve Urkel from family matters versus the main protagonist from the walking dead. Rick Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you say like, like a question with some, hesitation. cause he's not dead yet. <laughs> Uh, I mean, because sometimes he's the antagonist, if you really want to think about it. Um, so I'm going to lead this one off, and I've got Steve Urkel. Wow. I have Rick Grimes. I, uh... It doesn't matter why you have him, Brian. <laughs> wow. It's a tough one, because not only do I really enjoy The Walking Dead, but I think that... Um, God damn it the actor's name um who plays rick whatever the fuck his name is the, the stalker guy from love actually right um he i mean he is he's awesome he's great i think he's honestly one of the best actors on tv currently but steve urkel was such a huge part of me growing up and provided so much entertainment on those on those friday nights don't do it brian i don't do it i don't gotta do go it. with my man uh, stefan urkel uh, just how much he loved cheese even, for some does reason. stefan not negate that right there you remember stefan but of that's course part i remember of, that's stefan. part of urkel's character. that's part of him do you think that's a positive of Ur- urkel's yeah. character yeah oh dude i love the stefan episodes oh my god what about when they got shrunken down and they like time traveled and shit. Anyway, they, Steve, th- those episodes yeah. got ludicrous. And they sound and you know what? That's more exciting than some of the boring ass episodes of The Walking Dead. All right. Yeah. So Steve Urkel, <laughs> I will lay it down. Yep. 
All right. Uh, in our next matchup, we have Fraser Crane, played by the great um, Beast, uh, Chelsea Grammer, um, from not only Fraser but also Cheers. Because if you didn't know he was originally from Cheers, slap yourself. <laughs> <laughs> then go drink excessively and watch the entire Cheers run. Yeah. Yep. Facing off against one of the baddest men on the fictional planet. One of the baddest men who likes men. Omar Little. Yep. Gents, uh, it was no question for me. Omar Little. Frazier? Oh. Omar <laughs> Little. Omar Little. They could do... Yeah, because you're, you're, you're talking about maybe the best character from what could technically be arguably the best television program. If you if anybody hasn't seen The Wire, drop everything. Watch it right now. Quit your job. Yeah, that, that <laughs> show is absolutely incredible. It's about Baltimore. Leave your it's spouse. the layers of Baltimore, and Omar Little is infiltrated in Go all the layers of that Baltimore. that internet and power, Yeah, and just watch it, and then don't come out until you're done. The Farmer in the Dell. I mean, they oh, like the, any yes. time you heard that, it was just like shit. Wasn't oh that god, it's about to go down. So, uh, but I will, I will. So, Brian got Frazier. <laughs> Anybody got Frazier? Because I have Omar. Yeah, absolutely. Omar Little, uh, one of the just greatest characters in TV ever. I mean, The Wire in general, just a great show. Even, I mean, I honestly might not even pick Omar. From the wire because Stringer Bell, Stringer Stringer, Bell. Yes. is uh, is great too. I, I mean, just such a Shakespearean character. I mean that that whole the whole series. Like uh, a friend of mine described the wire to me as Shakespeare in urban Baltimore, and that's really what it is. Yeah. Like when you when you sit down and think about it and, and watch it, you got Omar who's Tybalt. Like I mean, he's just this gangster like and just the relationships and and just, just the, just the whole evolution a favor. right just go watch it just but, go watch it but yeah i mean o- omar really makes an imprint on you in uh a show with just so many great characters and you know he doesn't necessarily have a ton of facetime on the show but when he does it's it's just truly captivating and it's just like it's just kind of hard to explain unless you actually watch the he's, show. He's know? like the Green Ranger. Yes, that's how I, I like to think about him. Where like he's like you didn't think he was going to be like a major character, but then he be he once he's on screen, you're like, oh well, he's the best. Yep, one hundred percent. And then that you alluded it to like uh, a couple minutes ago, but that twist that happens in like the second or third season when you actually find out his background and all that stuff, it's just like this makes this guy that much better yeah i didn't think they could make this very well that much better and they just did so if if we didn't make it sound like omar may go all the way you may want to catch up on the wire before we talk about it more yeah in the second round but we have the that'll be your march madness project the last first round matchup from the left side of our pop not soda greatest tv characters of all time bracket and that pits dr addict gregory house played by hugh lowry Versus George Costanza. Yeah, and I will tell you, I love House. Like, uh, it like the especially like the first few seasons, they're all just so very well done, very different than any type of medical show that was on before. And his character, it, he's so into it. Like knowing Hugh Lowry from other things he's done, be it the British comedies or even playing the dad in fucking Stuart Little. Oh, he's hilarious. It, yeah, like he is and, a comedian. And his British heart, accent yeah. is so like it just 
But to, to hear him speak as House and the tick and the walk with the limp and how he sells everything is great. With that said, there's a reason why George Costanza off a show called Seinfeld beat out Jerry Seinfeld as the representative of that show. To me, it, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. To me, Seinfeld was never about Seinfeld. It was always about Larry David and the writing that he was doing, which yeah, is yeah. all George Costanza. And I can watch George Costanza eat a sandwich for 24 hours straight and laugh. And I haven't seen a character like that. I still don't think my, I've seen a my character. My favorite storylines from Seinfeld all involve George. 100%. Like if it's his fiance dying from poison because of licking the wedding envelopes to when the reporter thinks that George and, and Jerry are dating and oh, George yeah. comes in just whining about fruit and his shirt and just everything. Yeah. What was, what, what, what I loved about George Costanza is George Costanza was where you had Jerry Seinfeld, which was like the observational humor. He, he always was commenting on the observational. George Costanza George Costanza was like the accidental embarrassment humor, which happens to everybody. And yep. that made every episode that he, any scenario that he ever stumbled into, it was just like, every time grab the bag of popcorn, to, here it comes. Uh, Steinbrenner. Like, <laughs> like every, you were licking your chops every time you knew that he was going to get into a scenario. Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter, but I also picked George Costanza, um, a no brainer. Uh, yeah. I, He's I mean, be hard to beat. The, the picture alone, uh, with him, <laughs> I've I've emulated this picture, I think that's the right word, uh, on several occasions where God, what is the term that Kramer actually uses? Like sexy, I don't know, uh, very provocative photos, and oh yes, 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 in the boxers, in the in yeah. the uh, the boxer briefs, right, and just so so great, so classic, and again. You know, a reason he's nominated and not the lead uh, from from Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, which I think he's one of the few supporting characters from these shows to actually represent. And let's not discredit him too much, though, because you mentioned Frasier earlier. And pretty much Curb Your Enthusiasm is a show with George Costanza in it. I mean, Curb Your Enthusiasm is basically pulling George Costanza from... Well, it's just Seinfeld. Larry David. It's well, it's Larry, just Larry David. David yeah. George Costanza himself, yeah. was always based off of Larry David, so it's just pulling yeah. in from yeah. that. So it's almost similar to Frasier. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, so if uh, you need to make sure your bracket is up to date, we have moving on to the second round on the left side of the bracket: Walter White, Michael Scott, Homer Simpson, Barney Stinson. Funny that they're facing off Simpson versus Stinson. Uh, Eric Cartman. Steve Urkel, Omar Little, and George Stanza. Oh, that one's going to be tough. They're all tough. That one is yeah. going to be tough. Yep. I mean, how are you going to, like, I, I don't know who, like, it, they're all tough. Yeah. Um, I see you got a couple marks on your, I do. On your sheet. Um, that, that looks I would, pretty clean. I missed, I missed two. Oh, shut up. That's pretty clean over here. Don't worry, because uh, the right side of my bracket is going to hold up next week. Um. So next, I'm week, bringing a knife for next week. I'm just telling you guys <laughs> just, right just now. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be shedding blood if my <laughs> my people go down. No, it, it's it's gonna happen. Uh, next week, uh, make sure to tune in as we will be tackling the right side of the bracket, um, and we are going to finish the first round. Um, some notable characters on that bracket would be, you know, the the great 
uh, hero of Polk High, scored four touchdowns in a single game. No, ma'am. Al Bundy. We've got uh, um, Rachel Green, mm. the runaway bride from Friends. And her nipples. <laughs> no, they're not on here, actually. Oh, fuck. Uh, we've got... That would have gone She might lose one. then, yeah. That would have gone <laughs> the, number one. Friend. The ultimate fourth wall breaker in Zach Morris. Or Frank Underwood. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> or Will Smith. Or Will, or Will Smith. Smith. Holy I mean, crap. one of the best jokes in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is when he was like, if we're so rich, why can't we afford no roof? And the camera pans up and you see they're on a soundstage. Yep. Um, so, and, uh, you know, Jack Bauer. So make, make sure you download the bracket. Make sure you fill it out. Send us who you think is going to win the whole thing. See how it matches up to our brackets and the uh, potential the actual winner in a few weeks you don't want to stick around for that what happens to the winner does he get invited or he or she get invited to our podcast well considering it's a fictional character like what no, do we do uh the winner brett has to do a verbal impression uh whatever character wins Ooh. you've seen my you've seen my doc from back to the future Ooh. guys get ready just want to chew daca <laughs> chew daca brown <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, that was a good episode, guys. It was fantastic. Yeah, nice to be back on the air. Um, glad I got to share the game show with you guys, too. That was really, really cool. Thanks for yeah. Yeah, when you sharing, thanks for sharing the money, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. appreciate it. Three ways, you know. Well, actually, with all that money, you're going to be able to afford buying beer for all of the <laughs> listeners for the multiple infractions. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, I mean, it actually made sense because I'm pretty sure we've got about 72 infractions. Uh, Brett's phone has gone off on air. Yeah. So that'll be 72 rounds of beer. You know what? I have... I haven't had the the cash to do it, and now I can do it. Yeah, I'm buying you all Corona minis. <laughs> oh, the fuck, Corona Ritas. Get ready. He's he's gonna be balling like uh, Della Vadova. Yep. Yep. From the goddamn Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, I'll be going off, y'all. All Delhi. Yep. In this bitch. Thank you for tuning in to Pop Not Soda. Uh, make sure you check out our website popnotsoda.podbean.com or iTunes podcast every Monday for new episodes. Uh, if you miss us throughout the week, you can find us on Twitter. Brett is at Nieces Pieces. Brian is at B Owens 619. I'm at Paper Champion DP or our show account at pop underscore not soda. Make sure to uh, follow us and subscribe on Facebook at backslash Facebook uh, or sorry, backslash pop not soda official. Make sure you check out our Facebook event for the Royal Stumble 2. It's on our Facebook page. If you're not invited yet, hit one of us up and we will make sure to invite you as we will be promoting and raising money for Radies Children's Hospital. Amen to that. Yeah, which yeah. is always a good cause. Yeah, and also, guys, if you're if you're checking it out, this episode's going to air on Monday, but uh, Wednesday, uh, we've interviewed them a couple times on the show. Truxton Miles is going to be at Moonshine Beach down in uh, Pacific Beach. Yes. So, Check them out. Uh, Pop Not Soda will be there um, loud and proud. Brian will make it this time. Yep. And it'll be rad. But yeah. If Pasties you guys, in tow. <laughs> happy hour will not go turbo. Guys, if you've heard them on our show before, Trucks and Mile, they're incredible guys. Uh, they make great music. And yeah, California they put on a hell of a show. It was a good song. Yeah, they put a hell of a show they on. They play too. a great cover of Santeria. I, yeah, th- that thing is off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you go check out Trucks and Mile on February 22nd at Moonshine Beach. At Moonshine Beach. Um, until then, we will check you later.
That's my new catchphrase, right? Here. I was, did you just make that up? Yeah, did you put right that there. tone? Yeah. Check. Get later. Yeah. It's a question mark. Keep some, you know, ask me questions. H-A-L-L-O-W-E-N spells Halloween. H-A-L-L-O-W-E-N spells Halloween.